My name is Kylie Eamon, and the following is a recording of my visit to the Salt Lake City Cemetery, where I saw two recently installed markers, one to Tom, an enslaved black pioneer, and another to the 55 inmates who died at the Salt Lake City Insane Asylum. Enjoy! I am here in the Salt Lake City Cemetery. Sound a little bit out of breath, it's because I am. Because this is very far uphill and I'm not in shape. You can hear the wind, these giant historic trees around me. I am currently sitting in front of Tom's grave. Tom was an enslaved black pioneer. This one was placed here in August as a commemoration of both Tom's life and his role here, as well as a um, commemoration of the enslavement of Black and Native people in Utah. It's a very beautiful granite marker, polished, smooth to the touch. Oh. In front of it, there are some dried flowers. It's kind of sad that there's no annotations here describing who he was or why he's so significant, uh, especially since this was put here literally as part of the 400th commemoration of the beginning of slavery in the United States. We do have a list of him in this fascinating figures map that says, from gunslingers to outlaws to suffragists to business leaders and beyond, this map highlights a very wide variety of some of the most unique individuals who are buried in the Salt Lake Cemetery. But it does just list Tom as Tom, in parentheses, a Negro, slave of Abraham O. Smoot. Which doesn't particularly, again, explain this marker and the public memory, and the public history that went into commemorating and supporting it. I just feel like everywhere around here you're looking around at other grave sites. Like the one next to him is Adam Fife, and it says he was married to Helen Sharp. He arrived in Utah on September 28, 1851, in the David Wilkin Company, and that he came from South East Scotland, and that he died in Utah Territory, and there's this engraving of a handcart being pulled by pioneers. And you don't get that detail on Tom's grave. Right behind Tom's grave, we see the memorial marker to the patients who died at Utah's first insane asylum. It's a very beautiful, it's very straightforward. It says, in memory of the patients who died at Utah's first insane asylum, 1300 South at Wasatch Drive, 1871 to 1886. And it includes the names of all 55 people. This one does give you a lot more sense of why that memorial is here. And they both kind of reflect a idea that we should commemorate those people who we traditionally ignored in society, the ones who were just marginalized in life and then in death because Tom and then the 53 other people had their graves and memories forgotten after they died. They were both in pauper's graves and they were both unmarked for the most part. 
what's interesting is that Tom's grave does still have the dried flowers in the front of it, but there are no flowers or memorials to the people in the insane asylum. It's interesting, it feels like the patients who are in the who are memorialized in the insane asylum grave marker are remembered more publicly while Tom over here is remembered personally. In all, I think these two memorials really show the strengths and the weaknesses of using cemeteries as sites for public history, because on the one hand, they are memorials, and you are supposed to go there and remember those who have died and really sit there in silence and contemplate what mortality is and what their role in history in your life is. But on the other hand, they leave out a lot of detail, like in Tom's grave, where it really only has the year he was born and the year he died. And if you don't really know what you're looking for, I don't know how much you would get out of the experience. But overall, it was a very beautiful and calming place. And I think that if you went there with a the purpose of finding these graves, you would get a lot out of seeing them.